When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think it was a disgraceful performance and I think it should never be permitted to happen again. That is very good. Hello everyone and welcome to the cricket podcast i think i've managed to ruin the beginning of another beginning of another live stream by accidentally playing my audio over the top of my own voice third fourth time lucky i guess you'll get there uh, today today on the cricket podcast we will be talking about chennai super kings v delhi capitals a match which at the halfway stage looked like it could be a real thriller until pretty Shaw and shikha darwan ruined it for everyone <laughs> i'm i'm jack cope and today as usual i'm joined by ross leg how are you doing ross uh, could be better mate could be better it's always nice to be um when, when something you predict is going to happen actually happens so uh, well done us um i'm with max Roy brown how are you doing max Roy brown well quite obviously i'm very very sad <laughs> and <laughs> we're with daniel norcross the voice of cricket across um England, Wales, and and other BBC <laughs> jurisdictions. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not having that. We're, we're number one for cricket podcasts in Hungary on zero ducks given. So yeah, huge in Hungary. <laughs> that's that's incredibly impressive. We uh, we've been doing very well in Austria recently. Oh, so, uh, well, that's close yeah. to Hungary. We're going to have to have a word about. Yeah, that. we can we can <laughs> team up and make some sort of imperial yeah. Uh, empire. Yeah, let's not talk about the empire. <laughs> Let's not do that. <laughs> uh, Ross, Ross, before we get into the show and uh, talk about all the cricket, can you quickly remind our listeners and viewers what they're supposed to do? Yep, they should like and subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Cricket Pod. And Ozzy, tell your friends about it. We want to be number one in Hungary. So um, let's, ta- let's, let's, ta- let's take it down. <laughs> um, Max, you're, you're Mr. Summary. Can you give us the Max summary of that cricket match uh yeah i can do um so uh, although officially the ipl did start yesterday obviously all cricket fans will know that the ipl properly started today because that is when the chennai super kings got their campaign underway obviously the most important team in the competition as we all know um and there were quite a lot of interesting points to go uh, to go over as we came into the game you know what what will pant be like in uh, as captain standing in for shreya sire uh Suresh Rayner, will he be able to replicate the form of his historic IPL uh, statistics? And and also, who is the better current? So uh, lots of lots of flashpoints to cover. Um, Pant succeeded with his first task of captaincy, winning the toss and the inserted CSK. And from the word go, uh, at least for the first seventy five percent of it, it was not a game you could have on in the background. Uh, very quickly, CSK was seven for two. And um, and uh, and Wokes in particular looking very dangerous with the with the swinging ball before uh, Rayner and Moeen Ali clawed things back and got CSK uh, moving again, aided by a little bit of uh, well throwdown bowling from Ravi Ashwin. We could we could say, 
the wheels look like coming off slightly when uh, Rayner was comically run out and uh, Dhoni perished for a duck. But um, this was all really preamble to the, the the real show in town, which was Curran on Curran action, and uh, <laughs> and and it was Sam who came out on top in that particular battle, smashing thirty four or fifteen to uh, really fire CSK to what was a decent looking one hundred and eighty nine of twenty overs, um, and then in reply, uh, Pretty Sure and Shikha Darwan picked up where Curran left off and uh, propelled the Delhi Capitals to 65 for no wicket off the power play. And then they continued to propel Delhi Capitals to 134 for none off uh, of about 11. And um, and then really the rest was just a, a canter, wasn't it? It was uh, CSK's bowlers being flayed to all parts and um, and nothing that they could really do about it. And it was a, a very, very impressive win from uh, from the Delhi Capitals in the end. Yeah. For a game with a lot of excitement, Ian, it was a little bit boring. Uh, if, if if that makes sense. Um, let, let's go right back to the beginning of the match. Um, Chennai Super Kings did not get off to a great start, 11 for two. Uh, but then Suresh Reina, he strode to the crease after about 15 years out of cricket. Um, <laughs> Ross, was it good to see Reina back at the crease? Yeah, I'd uh, not seen loads and loads of Suresh Reina actually bat. I remember when he played for India. Um, but actually, he was it was great to watch, right? And it kind of talks about how um, class is definitely permanent there. Um, it was almost hitting shots like he was a professional hockey fan, like a hockey player. Like there's uh, one of the sixes. He was so low down, it was it was unbelievable. It was uh, a great return from uh, from what the second all-time leading IPL run scorer. Uh, it certainly was. Uh, what did he end up with? 54 off 35 balls, something like yeah. that. Strike okay. rate of 100, 150. Uh, ably that, supported. You? Yeah, You're I'd take it. I'd, if, uh, after after not playing cricket for, for years, um, <laughs> I, I'd definitely take that. Um, supported at the other end by Moen Ali, who picked up 36 off the 24 balls he faced for a strike rate of 150 as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nice from an England fan perspective for, for an English batter to finally get some revenge on Ravi Ashwin. Um, <laughs> Moen Ali v Ashwin, uh, the, the, the list of balls goes like this, 1.44.166 uh, out. Uh, Dan, did you enjoy, did you, did you live vicariously through Moen Ali um, to, to, to enjoy a, a taste of revenge against Ashwin? Well, I, I just live vicariously through Moen Ali, full stop. Um, and watching him with Suresh Rainer, you're right, we saw more of Suresh Rainer. There is more of Suresh Rainer, isn't there, than the last time <laughs> we saw Suresh Rainer. Uh, and watching the two left-handers together was fantastic. I think it was quite notable or noticeable, wasn't it, that the Delhi Capitals didn't have a bang-it-in-hard bowler because the moment Suresh Raider strikes to the crease, you just find your biggest, ugliest, fastest bowler and say, stick it around about there, underneath the nose. Um, and no one was quite in, in the Delhi Capitals lineup was really up for doing that. But you sort of got the feeling, didn't you? And, and Dhoni spoke about it after the game, that the pitch was getting better or at least easier to bat on as the dew came down. I don't know how much dew is going to continue to be a factor because as a, we go more into the summer, then it, there should be less dew. But there seems to be plenty. Um, and Moen's contribution with the bat was superb. But his, his, his best and most comical contribution today was the, uh, the beamer that wouldn't have stumped Somebody, the the uh, the commentators weren't quite aware. I think that you can't stop the table. But um, <laughs> not aware of much. These commentators, we've, well, we've discovered. Well, actually, uh, great news for all of you out there. Um, you can now uh, put on the BBC commentary, and that will save you 
from some of the other ministrations that you might otherwise hear on the TV. Uh, you'll have to do a little bit of fidgeting with the pause button, but you can sync it up. You can have um, Artif Nawaz, Ravi Papar and Simon Mann instead, which I have to tell you is a much more convivial way to spend the afternoon once I realised that I couldn't actually, I might throw the TV out the window. So, uh, <laughs> you, you mean I'd, you'd want to miss out on Danny Morrison doing an Indian impression? Well, well, yeah, well, 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 in Mumbai. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm jesting slightly I'm, I'm actually giving a plug to BBC but uh, yes it was it was baffling wasn't it because you sort of thought that's a competitive total you, I with you Max and thought oh 189 that's going to make it interesting but it had got noticeably easier and easier hadn't it and you're right the, the current on current violence was sort of hilarious because Tom let him get away with one and it, I almost thought is that fraternal love I mean, in my family, there would have been none of that. But he gave him a, a full one on the pads that he could just simply flick away for four. But then I think the mood darkened with the the larrup, the short ball that was a larrup miles over deep mid-wicket. Then, then it got a bit ugly. And Gloves it's proof, are off at that point. Yeah, and, it, and it's proof of the, the recent survey uh, study that's been done, which is that youngest children are in every way vastly superior to older children within a family, which comes as no surprise to me at all. Um, I, I think we'd all vote against that yeah. uh, on, on this podcast <laughs> but uh, let's uh, let's move on uh, Dan you sort of touched a little bit on uh, one of the themes that I think we should talk about which was Daily Capitals probably getting the order in which they use their bowlers slightly wrong mm-hmm. um, they fed basically Moen Ali and Suresh Rayner uh, seven overs Suresh Rayner does not need feeding no <laughs> um <laughs> And, you know, you could probably go as far as saying we wouldn't really have heard much about Moen Ali or Suresh Rayner if they weren't absolutely dominant against spin bowling. Um, for a captaincy debut, or an IPL captaincy debut mm-hmm. anyway, Rishabh Pant wasn't up to too much uh, with his decisions, was he, Max? No, but they did win by seven wickets with loads of balls left. So, well, eight balls left comfortably. So it, it wasn't it wasn't all that bad. But I, I do I do agree that I I think his his captaincy was questionable. You, you're right to say that um, f- feeding them, as you put it, those those overs of spin uh, wasn't. It, it seemed uh, a bad idea to start with. But what I didn't understand is why he persevered with it for so long. Like he bowled um, Ravi Ashwin his four. Uh, just in one block didn't he just just uh, bowled out his four in one go when he was clearly getting treatment and you just think maybe why not bring bring someone back bring one of the, I mean, the seamers had done such a good job as well up top that you just think maybe mixing it up would have uh, would have been been the right thing to do and leaves you with a little bit more flexibility down the order as well um the other question of course is uh, chris wokes not getting his full four having gone for uh Getting two for eighteen off off his three, um, again uh, questionable, especially when Stoyner's got two <laughs> went for twenty six. So um, yeah, I, I definitely think there's uh, work to be done with his uh, his bowling selections. But um, the decision to open with Prithvi Shaw and Shikhar was a masterstroke and uh, and really paid off. Was it was that the, was that the hardest of decisions to take? Being really? <laughs> <laughs> as they are both opening batters. Um, I've got one other thing I just want to say on the, on the bowlers. I was a little bit surprised that Amit Mishra bowled three and Ashwin four because I, I know Mishra bowls, you know, the occasional drag down and um, what have you, but he mixes it up. It's different. He was the only mm. spinner today on a pitch that was clearly taking a bit who really got it to turn. 
you know. Uh, and I thought it was a bit strange that he, I mean, all this comes down to Ashwin bowling four overs, and you sort of wonder whether that's going to persist through the, mm. the course of the tournament. Yeah, it, it looks to me like they just planned to bowl the old overs in that order and uh, didn't reconsider that. It plan was it was when... kind of a blueprint wasn't it it was almost a t20 blueprint captaincy right down before the game who's going to bowl what overs spin after the power play well maybe I mean... he had it on the back of his glove or something it was like, oh, over seven trying to <laughs> throw it over to mithra <laughs> yeah not it, it wasn't great and i i think the the big mistake was was not giving wokes his full four but as you say max um they they did win pretty comfortably um interestingly though at the halfway point winviz uh crickviz is win predictor basically had Delhi Capitals at around 40% or gave them about a 40% chance of winning. So, so they thought uh, the, the Boffins thought that that score was above par Ross, just to sum up that innings. Um, do you agree with Winvis on that one or, or, or wait, maybe Winvis is a, uh, Saturday got off to an early start. Yeah, I think they had one or two gin and tonics, and they hadn't really considered the CSK bowling lineup. I don't think no, 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 there is a there is a bit of give and take in the CSK lineup anyway. Um, but it was clear very early on that they that they were going to struggle to defend that total. Um, and I think when you've got people like um, what well, informed Privdi Shaw who sh- showed how good he actually can be, he was woeful last IPL, and Shikhar Darwan who we tipped for the orange cap, um, it was difficult to get them back under control. Um, what well, there's one thing that I'm st- still mystified by, and that was Tom Curran. And uh, we've spoken to, about him a number of times on the podcast. Dad, I even think we spoke about uh, on the recent tour of his kind of place in the England side. Here, he was doing okay. Um, and then it went typically Tom Curran in his last over. But what is the why does he stick with the headband? Because uh, when, it, when, it, when it comes to when it comes to sport and sporting icons, that there are people who have become synonymous with clothing items, which has burgeoned both the brand as well as their wealth. Michael Jordan with trainers, Tiger Woods the red top, black trousers. Tom Curran is not going to get something like that from a bandana range. Why is he continuing with it? Well, Federer has already done it anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you know Tom? Tom is a very, very fine man and a splendid all-round cricketer, but he has made questionable choices about what goes on the top of his head for quite a while now. Um, <laughs> I mean, he, he had a top knot. He arrived at Surrey a few years back with that top knot, and it was it was quite shocking for all to see, quite frankly. So I don't know. I mean, it's, these are his choices. There must be a reason for it. You're younger than me. If you can't get it, then he might be doing it wrong. I just assumed that I just didn't understand and that, a relatively thin-faced man suit with a slightly furrowed brow as his brother's tonking him for 17 runs in very unfraternal fashion. Whether the bandana thing is going to... is right, but, but to be honest with you, I'm sitting here in a ridiculous red um, hoodie that I've not put in the wash for a year. Uh, <laughs> it's got toothpaste stains around it because I brush my teeth while sitting on the loo in the evening and it dribbles down. Uh, and, a, and a pair of lounging trousers with a patch on them. So I'm not going to have a go, really, at Tom Curran's sartorial choices. So yeah. they're his. What, what, very, very wise, very wise. Uh, within some of the live chats, we've had a super chat from Swadin who said, uh, if you are Mama Curran, what will you say to your sons tonight on the phone? 
Um, don't worry, you're not Ben. First of all, you have separate phone conversations. You don't do it all in once, do, do you? <laughs> you, you? You have to. You have to be a little bit. Uh, you have to back channel one of those. Um, you can't. You, yeah, don't do it in the family WhatsApp. Is 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 my my recommendation. Tom, you did so well. You did so well. But who's Mummy's Little Soldier? Who's Mummy's Little Soldier? Sam, you were so good tonight. You truly taught your brother a lesson there. But you did lose. So who's the real winner? Well, Judy Murray is probably the person you need to get on the podcast to find out. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's a good point. Um, let's move on to the Daily Capitals batting. Um, or, well, uh, let, let's move on to Pritvi Shaw and Shikha Darwan's batting. Because there wasn't an awful <laughs> lot else to talk about. Uh, Ross, you have been telling us for months now that Pritvi Shaw is the worst batter in world cricket. Um, <laughs> what, well, he's only what, seen one IPL, so... Yeah. He's brilliant. What, what do your own words taste like? Oh, no, it's okay. So the reason I've got this cricket bat here is because Pritvi Shaw in the uh, first IPL was actually holding it this way around. And what he's actually done is realised that if he holds it that way, it actually works considerably better. So um, I think it's, it's, it was great to see him actually return to being, being a cricketer. And it's amazing what a couple of net practices can actually do to, uh, to your technique and working with Ricky Ponting. Um, you're not going to really get a better teacher than that, are you? Uh, yeah, no, he looked good today. Um, Max, did you have a favourite moment from the Delhi Capitals innings? Obviously, as a CSK fan, this was quite a traumatic experience for you to to, to sit through. Uh, but, there, but there must have been something. I mean, like Shikha Darwin was beautiful today, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, he was absolutely phenomenal. And um, he really sort of, I think... There was kind of a we kind of a situation where we were, you look at the the CSK lineup, and they we've seen well Chuddle uh, Tucker who looked really good in the the bilateral series with with England, and um, was made to look very average by uh, by Shikadawan. and I think it's uh, I think we may have seen a case of um, coming up against uh, a, a couple of players who are just at such a, a high level that they uh, they make you look uh, rubbish in terms of a favorite particular moment from the Delhi Capitals innings uh, Kai Havertz actually scored a really good goal roughly <laughs> while um, Shikadawan and pretty sure were, were splaying um, uh, yeah Deepak Chaha all over the place so uh, yeah probably probably that <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't. I've got to ask about Charles Tucker because I don't understand. He just didn't bowl the same way he bowled against England. He didn't... No, I, this was this was down as one of my questions. Where 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 was this guy when England needed to hit a guy around in the T Twenty series? No, I, it, was, <laughs> it was very very baffling, wasn't it? Because he did bowl one ball. He banged in quite hard and it skipped on it and stuff. He didn't have that you know those wide yorkers and mm. then those wide slower yeah. balls that were completely bamboozling well one of those wide yorkers towards the end when the game was very much dead yeah well it's i think it's because he bowled most of them to sam curran and because he's in the same team as sam curran he doesn't know to bowl them but it was very it was very baffling aside from the moon ball from mowing though i mm. thought that there was a near spectacular moment when Dwayne bravo who bowled very well incidentally i mean Slightly worrying, I think, for CSK that how important <laughs> Dwayne Bravo looks like in that bowling lineup. But then one was slapped back at him by Dawan, really low, and he still managed while he was going the other way to get a hand to it, not break any fingers, not take the catch, fall strangely in the opposite direction, but not dramatically. So you had it was very strange when you watched it the first time. So as a as a commentator, I was curious because I thought 
oh my god i have no idea how i'd have described that in real time <laughs> it looked like he'd been sort of shot for, by the mystery gunner but when he, when he saw it in the replay he nearly pulled off a worldie so, I suppose the beauty of Test match cricket is that you'd probably have about half an hour after that moment to to describe it between you and decide what it did actually look like, and maybe oh, yeah. maybe throw it out to Twitter as well. Actually, it's, uh, right, right, rather like a dyspeptic llama, I thought the way he fell. <laughs> Ross, Chennai, Chennai overall were you know pretty bad with the ball, weren't they? They they didn't build much pressure, um, and, and part of that's probably because. They're extremely slow in the field. Uh, Dan Weston, the the other Dan, we only have Dan's on as guests on on this podcast. Um, he pointed out that uh, basically over a T twenty innings, they're conceding at least four runs from just not being able to get to the ball quick enough uh, with their with their fielding, and that doesn't into cap, take into account boundaries that they don't stop because they can't dive or uh, well chase after the ball. Uh, <laughs> do how badly do you think their fielding hurt them? Did it just look bad or is there a more serious problem having a team of sort of ancient geezers uh, trying really? to contain a bunch of 20-year-olds? <laughs> well, well, the thing is, it, was, it wasn't it was even the ancient guys who were the problem. Guyquad dropped a sitter in the deep and he also he missed one. But, I mean, the fielding on both teams wasn't great other than Shikha Darwan, I think. But when Jadeja? it came... Well, J- you know, Jadeja goes without saying, doesn't it? Really, the guy is is, is supreme. It's, it's yeah. almost like he, he just uh, he doesn't even touch the grass; he just hovers <laughs> above the grass like some kind of like I don't know. I don't know. But um, but having one guy who can stop the ball out of your eleven players isn't well, great. It's not, is it? it's not <laughs> ideal. No, no. Yeah. Well, uh, they, do, well, they do have they do have Sam Curry. They do have Faf Duplessis, who's, uh, who's. I mean, look, part of it is you've got Suresh Raider. I'm sorry to come back to Suresh Raider doesn't look, look massively mobile on the field, but also. Because you watch the game from behind the bowler's arm, you also see the fantastic immobility of MS Dhoni, which we've come to take for granted for years. But honestly, if he lived in England, there would be a group of policemen guarding him for fear that he was going to be toppled by an angry mob in Bristol. (laughs) He is that immobile. (laughs) It's, it's, It's kind of odd. And so it gives the impression... That it's static all the time, you know. Whereas you know, Rishabh punts a live wide. Talking about his captaincy earlier, rather disparagingly, I thought he, he he didn't do an awful lot wrong. Maybe you know, leaving a Wokes over out, but he actually looks like he's engaged. Whereas, and I know Dhoni's been doing this for years, and I know that that's the style, but it sort of communicated that feel to us watching, didn't it? Of the old geezers against the twenty-year-old blokes rather than ragged. There was a, a bit general of general lethargy. Sense. Yeah, well, the <laughs> sense of that. And there's a bit though where if you're going to bring on a sub fielder, make sure they're a really good fielder. They brought on Mitchell Santner, who fell over when he went to catch one and got his studs caught in the ground. That was unlucky. Dropped, dropped yeah. there, and then I think it was the next ball he went to pick one up, and he just ran past the ball. <laughs> I was just like, I mean, India in the World Cup, they always brought Jadeja on as a sub. Like, there's not a better <laughs> sub fielder you're going to do there. At least try and pick some people who can definitely field. But also, why not bowl him more? Because you know what what Chennai needed with their bowling attack was something a bit different. The thing is that Jadeja can be different in, in every over. You know, he bowled one day, but he must, it must have been about 75 miles an hour that he pinged wide of the off stump. And Shaw looked at it and said, surely that's a wide. I mean, no, mate, it was about a foot inside. You just didn't see it. It was, and, and he could give you that. He bowled two overs for 16. His entire career is about being left out when he's one of the best all-rounders of all time. <laughs> it's absolutely baffling. I have no idea why that happened. And I thought that was the bigger talking point, really, that he his two overs 
that were left out made, I think, more difference than Wokes' one over because CSK, I think, are going to struggle anyway. So it could well come down to net run rate with them. You know, we see around Boy, the, the race world, for eighth and seventh. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we saw what happened last year. They nearly squeaked it and net run rate was crucially important then. And it is actually in most T20 leagues around the world. It's usually the case that their last qualification spot is determined by net run rate because sides are so equal. So you've got to be you've got to be canny all the way through. And I thought both sides weren't a bit at the end. Part of the reason I think Max thought the game had got a bit boring because Delhi should have looked to win that yeah. in 17.3. And CSK didn't use Jadeja just to try to mix it up, so down, change it up a bit, you know. And you thought, well, there's just resources being left on the field willy-nilly. But, you know, it's early days, isn't it? I suppose they're all a bit rusty and trying to get used to their surroundings. Well, let's talk about what we've learned then. And we'll start with you, Max, uh, Chennai Super King, super fan. Uh, I'm, I'm never going to get bored of the fact that you you drew them in, in the draw. And um, Dan, we might have to explain that to you a little bit later on the mm. show because you could participate. Uh, participate. participate. Um, <laughs> Chennai Super Kings, no one was very confident about their chances in this year's IPL, at least not on this podcast. Um, did we just see why today or... Should the, the the Super Kings fans be hopeful? Um, well, I mean, for half the game, uh, I would have said, yeah, we could, you should be, we, we, we are the fans. Uh, we should be <laughs> hopeful because um, a lot of what we've been worried about is uh, sort of, I guess, uh, just a slowness in, in the way they go about uh, building their, their innings with the bat. I mean, it was a slow power play again, which is what we've seen, but that was largely down to uh, really good bowling up front by uh, um, by the by the Delhi Capitals openers, Avesh Khan and uh, Chris Wokes, both both bowled really well. Uh, and, you know, a couple of early wickets will always will hold you back, and they bounce back from that really well. Um, Suresh Raina looking like he's back is uh, a real positive, and that is... Uh, something that should give a, some uh, cause for optimism for for Super Kings fans and then the, uh, the death as well I mean we were used to, so used to last season Dhoni coming in and eating up three four overs doing nothing and then failing to actually kick on when that was clearly his plan and we saw this time out actually some good death hitting from uh, from Sam Curran um, and, uh, and Jadeja so that was good. I mean, that kind of fixed some of the problems that we had. <laughs> Unfortunately, the bowling was, um, yeah, it really lacked something, didn't it? I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it was. I mean, I mean, maybe Shardle just had a really bad day, and uh, in in future games, once he's uh, with a bit of, um, yeah, a bit, a bit, a bit deeper into the tournament, he will, he will uh, come good. But I think someone may have mentioned it in the chat right at the start that there does seem to be a lack of pace in there. Uh, I think it's um I think this venue is particularly bad for them. I think that's yeah. why their bowling looks so average. Was that they've yeah, was... got a lot of guys who bowl about 130 k's tops, yeah. and they really need to lean on their variations. Now on that wicket, your variations weren't there wasn't a lot of there wasn't enough variation to them. They just sort of came down a little mm. bit slower. And it's not the yeah. kind of pitch that's going to grip easily either. So you can't go for you know that kind of the, the, the slower ball half tracker, which seems to be really effective on those kinds of pitches. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, that's, that's a little concerning, but maybe uh, Jason Berendorf will be the answer. 
Well, Max, well, that's, Max, the big question for me is when are we going to see Pajara opening up? I mean, Geikwood, <laughs> I mean, I reckon Pajara would have done a better job than Geikwood today. So it's only a matter of time. Well, that's my fault because I was trying to decide between Guyquad and Raudu for my IPL fancy team, and uh, I went for Guyquad. So, I mean, that, that's just that's on me, I'm afraid. That one, sorry. <laughs> Ross, Delhi Capitals, they were criticised for being a little bit slow last year, a bit one dimensional. Mm-hmm. Um, they were anything but today. Uh, are they going to win the IPL now? Uh, I, I don't know. They're definitely going to be contenders based on that. wasn't even their strongest team, right? Rabada and Nokia weren't there. Um, Steve Smith on the sidelines, which was great to see. Um, <laughs> them kind of going, actually, Hetmeyer's a little bit better than you, mate. Sorry. Um, and I think <laughs> I think it's, it's, it's a positive sign. Um, there was a stat last year that the only team not to get a 100 opening partnership was Delhi Capitals. So they've got that in the first game. So um, it's, it's great to see someone like um, uh, Shaw and Darwin actually back into a bit of form. I think you made a good point about the, the them not having their best team out. Um, I, I think you're specifically talking about Nokia and Rabada there, right? Uh, last season, those two took 54% of their wickets. Um, to get what effectively is a bonus win out of one of the two matches where, where they're not around is a pretty nice way for them to start off the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got, we had a few questions on t- from Twitter. I think we've got to a lot of them, but we do have one from the wonderfully named Crap Oholic. Um, <laughs> And, and it basically comes down to, Dan, you can answer this. Why is Dhoni in this CSK team? Should they, should they be moving on? Why? Uh, well, it's, it's, it's a pretty obvious, isn't it? Because he's a, an icon of Indian cricket. And he sells lots of shirts and gets people watching it. Um, I, I, I don't know. He'll probably produce a match-winning display at some point. But batters don't tend to produce that many match-winning displays coming in at number seven. Uh, over the course of an entire season. And I'm not sure he's necessarily such a good keeper that he justifies being in there just for his, you know, for his clubs. So it's a very good question. I think, But I think the question answers itself, really. You sort of know why. Because there's always room in the IPL for icons. It started off like that, really, when it, when it first began. It was a sort of showcase for great, venerated cricketers from around the world who weren't particularly mobile. And it's changed enormously. So... I think that question is born from how the IPL has evolved and is now you know, one of the great spectacles in world cricket. And Dhoni feels like he's a, a little bit of a relic, perhaps, that some people come come to their natural end. I, was, I think that he could probably not be batting ahead of Sam Curran. I don't, I'm not quite sure what Sam Curran's doing at eight, to be brutally honest with you, because it's clear, and I think it's been clear for since the last IPL as well, that his impact with the bat is what you want to be getting most out of him for mm-hmm. and a couple of overs up top which today didn't come out too well for him he over pitched a little bit and Darwin was onto him pretty quickly uh, but he did get some swing and that's how you want to use him two over the top and an impact hitter at five or six and uh, they, they're not doing it so I think everyone's just not using their resources right Jack I'm just I'm just not quite sure why it's almost like they've forgotten each other after four months away, well, what do you do again? Well, I'd, um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Swing bowler hits it a bit. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Uh, well, I is, mean, eight, were... is eight all right today? Yeah, eight's fine. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> in, both matches, in both matches so far, there have been some reasonably strong village cricket vibes. I mean, we saw about eight bowlers for RCB yesterday. Obviously, they'd all paid their match fee and Coley wanted to give them all a chance. And then today, I mean, Chennai Super Kings, they actually look like a village team. 
It's oh, um... <laughs> did, did, no the the village the most village thing was is it Avesh the bot bowler who bowled really well. Oh yeah, yeah, on, yeah. on the boundary, he went to stop it with his feet. Like that, is, <laughs> that, that is just a no go in any level of cricket. And yeah, to see that, I, I beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> there actually a lot of a lot of cricketers on a on a Saturday and Sunday have made that into a particularly good skill to the point that they can do it on the run and flick it up into their hands. I've seen it and it's brilliant, especially when it's done by a fifty eight year old with a, a big gut. <laughs> that is that is a like a serious commitment to not bending over, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, on 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 Dhoni, just like just a, uh, like a quick question: if if he uh, if he's going to play, uh, I mean, because we we were wondering when he was going to turn up in that batting on today. Where where should he be batting? I mean, should he be like should we be sticking him up the top? Maybe open with him. Hey, Brad, that's ooh, a really not, good question, Matt. It's, it's not the maddest idea, is it? I mean, if you if he's got to play, what, I I yeah. I still think I still think lower order hitter is his best position and and the reason for that to get a little bit nerdy is that he hits a lot of sixes and that is incredibly useful when you can have four or five fielders patrolling boundaries mm. he's never going to be the consistent ms Dhoni that we saw you know three two, years ago, yeah, two, and, years and, ago. And, and, and and earlier um but i think there's probably still some production there it, 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 he maybe just needs to have a little think about what his role is exactly? Ooh, get you. And... I mean, do, do, do you want to tell him that? <laughs> well, this is this is possibly part of the problem. This is possibly part of the problem. And Jared Kimber's talked about thing. this a lot on on some of his podcasts and how some analysts in the IPL are very deferential towards senior players and and coaches. Um, the the reality is, MS Dhoni in 2021 is not the guy who can come in at five. He's not a what AB de Villiers can do for Royal Challengers Bangalore. The guy who comes in as soon as a wicket falls after the eleventh over, bats through to the end of the game, maybe scores eighty or thirty. Like that's not in his locker really anymore, and at least not consistently. But he does hit a lot of sixes, and if he's facing sort of ten balls, he might still be a really useful hitter down there. He just, I think that just needs to be clarified a little bit. Ross, one last question from Twitter, then we'll throw over to you for some chat stuff. Prax two thousand. Uh, should Delhi play Nokia, Wokes, and Rabada, or or they need to play at least two overseas batters? I think that's a, that's a challenge. I think Stoyness has to be in the side. Um, I think Rabada has to be, <laughs> to be in the side. <laughs> Never <laughs> have said that two years. I mean, before, it's just you? funny, isn't it? I can't like, believe that. Well, no, listen, yeah, he's just. I mean, even when he came in today, he kind of oozed calmness, right? And he came in, hit a, hit a couple of boundaries, and made it really, really easy for them. Um, I'm not sure he should have been bowled his two overs, like you said, Dan. Uh, but I think yeah, it's difficult to fit Wokes into that side if you aren't going to strengthen the batting. And I think with Shreyas Ayer actually out, do you try and use Rahane in that kind of in that role? Um, that, not every game for Delhi is going to go like it did today. Pretty sure, oh no, pretty sure, as I've been as I've been chastised <laughs> in the chat for. <laughs> Um, and Darwin aren't going to have a 100, 100 run opening partnership all the time so it's going to take a little bit of time for them to figure it out um, but it was great to see Wokes play today and when the ball swings there's it's not too diff- it's, there's not too many people who are that much better than Wokes in that kind of uh, in limited overs cricket Yeah I think it's really hard on Wokes isn't it because he's another one who keeps on getting left out a bit like Jadeja with superb numbers and getting better and better um, but you can't I mean, maybe there's a case that Norkia is not going to play in every game. It's going to depend on the conditions. And if they feel that the ball's going to swing, 
then Wokes would play there and Nokia would step down or maybe Rabada and Nokia need to, in some games, one or the other needs to be rested because the games do come pretty thick and fast and they're in this bubble and they've just come from having played a series as well. So mm. there'll be a bit of player management, won't there? I know it's a bit boring, but you don't always put out the side that is your best side in every game because you just can't really do that. Over a a rotation policy, you say? Well, you could call it a rotation policy, yes, or the management of your human resources. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I know I like to have a day off the cooking every now and then in this house, and you know, and, and maybe not have to iron and hoover and wash and clean <laughs> constantly because no one else will do it. And so, yeah, I mean, and I'm obviously I'm best at it. Don't get me wrong, but sometimes it's better if someone else just fills in for a day. <laughs> Ross, let's go over to the chat because uh, I I did see that we were we were getting lambasted for not reading anything out. Uh, that's okay. Uh, well, I'll, I'll go one that's just come in, and I want to talk talk a little bit about this. So, um, him and Shubhorst said, should CSK play Berendorf and Gidi together? Um, I'm going to take this one because I don't actually rate Ngidi that much. I think he's he's he's, he's okay, um, but actually he's not the person who's going to bowl you the, your 90 mile an hour rockets that CSK are ultimately looking for for him. And Jason Berendorf has had what maybe one good game in, at the international level. It was a really good ball he bowled to James Vince at the 2019 <laughs> World. It was a, a like ball of the tournament. Um, I don't even know can Berendorf play yet because he obviously he's a late call up. He'll have to go through quarantine, you'd imagine. Yeah. Um, so, I think they're, they're not, play, they're not think, amazing alternatives, are they? Let's be honest. No, I think they've got to play in Gigi because of the lack of alternatives at the moment, to be honest. But I, I agree with Ross. I'm not sure that if he's, a, he's a fine bowler, but I don't think he's up there with the the, the other bowlers, you know, like Rapaja and Torquia, for example. <laughs> yeah, if, you go, if you go for South get, African bowlers, yeah. he's, he's not in that, he's not that bracket. Exactly. How are you going to get them in? So, uh, But I, I don't think it'll do him any harm to get to get him in because they, they look like they lack pace then they need some alternative to what they've currently got. So so, so Shubman Cadillac asked, can CSK do anything to actually improve their fast bowling? Um, or maybe have a better auction strategy would be uh, <laughs> first on the list. Uh, yeah. Go back in time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think there's a, there is a thing with CSK on their auction strategy and, 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 and it, you do have to factor in a little bit that we're in a, like a bonus year from the last mega auction. Mm. So they probably, you know, weren't banking on, on or, or didn't think that they'd need to get an extra year out of Bravo, uh, for, for instance. And, and I mean, they are old, but part of the reason that they are old is that they haven't really had the chance to properly go back into the, the market as it works in the IPL and, and get anyone young. And you also um, made the point, one of you made the point earlier, about you know CSK is a side that has been made for home conditions, which is a very good idea most of the time because you're going to play hybrid games at home. So if you can win, you know six out of seven of them, or even five out of seven, you give yourself a really good chance of qualifying. But they're playing on neutral venues, so like the UAE had here. So they've been yeah uh, they've been badly treated by COVID for having a, a a pretty decent Chennai strategy, but they're not being able to employ it because they're not playing at Chennai. So that is a bit of an issue. Sure. And um, I think the, uh, the, the Wankaday Stadium is probably the worst ground for them of the maybe Eden Gardens is, 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 is potentially a worse venue for them. But the way they are set up, it, it, batting and bowling wise, it just doesn't particularly suit the, their skill sets. Uh, Ross, what else have we got? 
Oh, we've got so much. We've got so much. Um, Hanaz Kazi asked, uh, what do you make of Ishant Sharma and Steve Smith's exclusion? Max, you're oh, probably a massive Ishant Sharma fan, I'm guessing. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to go to you. I, I'm, I, can I ask you why you'd say that? No, you can't. Right, you okay. ask, I, I, asked, I, I asked the question, so not you. Fair not enough. You. All right, okay, he's putting his foot down. I was, uh, yes, I was surprised that Ishant Sharma didn't play. I thought he would uh, benefit from uh, the, well, from being fit again, maybe, and um, <laughs> and uh, and the fact that there was no uh, no Rabada in Nokia. But Avish, Avish Khan played and he was brilliant. So uh, you can't can't uh, can't ask any questions about that. And Steve Smith, not surprised at all. Um, you don't need Steve Smith in there to play an anchor role when you have got someone like Rahane who can do it and not fill up an overseas slot. Well, another great auction strategy from one of the IPL teams. Very um, bizarre. <laughs> um, Jack, uh, well, the conversation we've had before, you don't particularly rate Faf de Plessis quite as highly and uh in the chat there's a uh, multiple questions around is his position in the team kind of questionable um and what i really need to stress here is that we have gone in pretty hard or uh, i've not actually for the first time got in pretty hard on Dodie here for uh, his first game faff and him both got ducks there's a long season to go but should faff's question uh, position be under question jack um it's, it's pretty harsh i think after one game to say somebody should be dropped in t20 cricket but I do, I will go back to sort of what I've said before. I, I don't think he's a particularly dynamic T20 player. I think he's a little bit slow uh, with the bat. Last year, his strike rate looks okay because he had a few innings where, where he got in and, and that covers for the, the, the innings where he scores a runner ball. But I think there are just a few too many innings where he scores a runner ball. So I'd, I'd, I'd probably have looked elsewhere before today. Uh, again, it's like a, it's an auction point. Maybe what they could do is open with Moen Ali and Sam Curran uh, or, or, or some derivative of that. Uh, get rid of Faf Duplessis, bring in Ngidi to bolster the bowling and and balance the team out that way a little bit. I, mean, I think that would be a good option because we were looking at what uh, Dwayne Bravo would have come in at nine and Thacker at ten. I mean, that's I mean, talk about batting deep. deep. Yeah, yeah. I'm, it's almost I'm too deep. Well, it's, it's, it is it's too way, deep for T20. It's way too deep. It's, well, it's way too deep. When you look at that side, you think, is there a less dynamic opening pairing in the tournament? You know, Rajasthan are going to try and have, what was it, Stokes of Butler or something at the top mm. of the order. Stokes of Butler or <laughs> Guy Quad and Duplessis? I mean, really, that sort of tells you everything you need to know. And, and as, as you said, you know, Max, you've got Dwayne bravo and Charles Thacker can whack the ball everywhere it seems yeah. like you're losing waste, your resources yeah. your resources are just not being used <laughs> and that is again a source of I'm getting darker and darker here it I? is your game <laughs> very darker yeah. um, we're, we're up to we've just gone over 40 Ooh, minutes so I ambient. think we should think about wrapping up soon before we do though Dan do you support a team in the IPL I, I support Red Sun and I always have them uh, on the very okay. beginning because they were the minnows and they had the least money. Uh, and, uh, well, I, I was going to offer you the pinch. opportunity. I was going to offer yeah. the oppo- you the opportunity to randomly draw a team that you you, you should support from today okay. onwards. But if that um, if you there's already a team you support, now you can join Ross Leg, uh, who who randomly drew Rajasthan. Well, tell me who's left, and I'll tell you if I if I can bear to change my mind. Kolkata, uh, Kings Eleven, Punjab. No, put, put, put Punjab Kings. Kings you be. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get the whole tournament. <laughs> the whole tournament. Delhi Capitals uh, are left. Yeah. 
And sunrises, isn't and it? And sunrises, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, well, there's, there's some I like there. But the thing is, I'd, well, no, I'd feel dirty. I'd feel <laughs> dirty. I, I wouldn't want to do cold cutter, but I'd just find their kit a bit garish. And Andre Russell with the gold boots and the, everything, it just so it was too much. I think, that would su- I think it would suit you wearing a bit of gold boots. <laughs> uh, and, <laughs> uh, Jack, so I mean, uh, I've got two more questions. Um, the first one is around, there's been plenty of um, chat in the or the live chat, whatever it's going to be called, um, around your prediction that Delhi were going to struggle this year, um, and you said they'd be lucky to finish kind of fifth or sixth. As today reshapes your opinion, or are you still sticking in that in in that lane? I didn't say they would be lucky to finish fifth or sixth. I think they'd be lucky to finish fourth. I think <laughs> there are better teams. Today is a big boost for them, though, because as we, as I was sort of saying earlier, they're missing their two best bowlers from last year, Nokia and Rabada, and and that's that sort of factors into the idea that over a fourteen game season, they might not be, they might not get eight wins. They only have to win seven matches from now. Uh, Rabada and Nokia are back after the next one. Um, I think it's 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 looking more healthy. Uh, Pretty sure scored about a third of the number of runs he scored the whole of last season in one game today <laughs> as there are there are more reasons to to be more optimistic for Delhi than they, than they were for four hours ago but I still don't think they're wonderful um well that's that's okay um let's preview a little bit for the game tomorrow which sees um Max's Sunrise's Hyderabad from last season um now you've obviously been a turncoat and gone to CSK um versus the garish Kolkata Knight Riders as Dan clearly <laughs> dislikes um Max we're gonna start with you who do you think is going to win out of that game? Uh, I think this is going to be a really interesting one because I, with with KKR, just don't really know what you're going to get with them. They're a bit of a lottery team, aren't they? <laughs> and um, and I um, with with Sunrisers, I I like I like that Sun. Well, Sunrisers have got Chennai in their favour and uh, and a lot of high quality spin. So I'm gonna I'm gonna plump for for Sunrisers. Uh, Mr. Norcross, what do you think? Well, I, I despite uh, supporting my Sunrisers, I suspect that the high uh, the sunrisers might win the whole tournament so uh, now they might lose tomorrow of course but uh, i don't think that, that yeah uh, balance of probabilities of the sunrisers will win tomorrow and i think they'll win 10 group games and they'll go uh, straight through the final and they'll win a nail biter against number end and jack ten. <laughs> 10 yeah 10 out of 14 <laughs> they're going to go on a, they're going to go on a run right at the beginning and then they're going to dip Quite close to the end before winning their last group game. I can see it all. Uh, did you? We uh, we think that Rashid Khan's going to be the orange cap winner. I uh, know the purple cap. The purple winner. cap, Ross. Yeah, uh, and and the orange cap, Max. We think he's that <laughs> good. Yeah, we'll get an orange cap thrown in for playing for sunrises. <laughs> for sunrises, so. yeah. <laughs> uh, and Jack, what about you? Let's, let's finish it there. Uh, well, I mean, sunrises is the is the the, the obvious choice, isn't it? So. Um, I think Owen Morgan will, will do some genius and Kolkata will win. Uh, how about that? <laughs> okay. do, do some genius. I, love that. I think that's I'm what just, they call it. Sorry, love. I'm just doing some genius. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the end of today's episode of the Cricket Podcast. We will be back after tomorrow's game. We've got DJ from Edges and Sledges, which I know there's a little bit of crossover in our in our audience there, joining us. Uh, Max, I think you're you're not, are you? So no, uh, bye bye to you, Max. Tomorrow. And bye-bye to you, Dan. Uh, Ross, I'm seeing a lot of you at the moment, so I'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody. And you should like and subscribe to the video and follow us at The Cricket Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Dan, where can they find you? Uh, They can find me at Norcross Cricket, as in neither angry nor cross, Norcross Cricket, 
Uh, and that's that's the only place you can find me, I think, or tooting back <laughs> if you happen to be wandering by. <laughs> right. You're listening to the Cricket Podcast. I think it was a disgraceful performance, and I think it should never be permitted to happen again. That is very good. Sports Social Podcast Network.